Hey, Freaks, Tim here with you to introduce a best of show. It's been a little while since we've done one of these. Everything's okay. Not dying. Not in the emergency room. I have to go through that entire checklist with you every time I introduce a best of show. I'm not on death's door. So if you have paid for a lifetime sideshow subscription, you're okay. Your investment is sound. I, I did have an emergency eye appointment today. I guess I guess I did have a medical emergency. Uh, no, you know, I was t- telling you guys that I had my uh, eye exam, got my glasses, and they didn't, something didn't seem right. Like, it was it was clear out of the eye that's horrible, uh, but then out of my, uh, my right eye, which is not normally bad, it, it's fuzzy. And so I was concerned. I was actually thinking that I fucked up. You know how, like, when you go to get your eyes checked... You know, you close one eye or you're looking through one eye and then the doctor keeps flipping those things and and asks you which one looks better. One or two. One or two. Okay. Two or three. Two or three. And it gets to a point where you're, you know, at least me, I'm like, I can't tell the difference. I think three is better, but maybe it's maybe two is better. It's so similar. I I just feel like I fucked up. And truth be told, I got kind of bored. So I was just like, yeah, whatever, three's good. Maybe three isn't so good. So I had to go and, like, um, he had to give me another exam. <laughs> or, like, look at my prescription to see if the correct glasses were. It was a whole thing. Anyway, end result. After wearing the glasses for a little bit longer, it's kind of, it's, it's it's not as bad. I think there was just a smudge on the lens, actually. What a waste of an entire fucking day. Anyway, listen, so uh, today normally is a Sideshow exclusive podcast. That's not going to happen. I'm going to do a best of show for everyone today. Tomorrow's podcast will be Sideshow exclusive. And then this weekend, I will do a show for everyone. Things are pushed back a day. You know the drill. Enjoy this best of show. Hey, the best of show is from uh, a Sideshow exclusive episode. So if you are not Sideshow freaks, this episode will still be new to you. There's other DV content floating around the internet as well. I posted a new uh, little cartoon yesterday. That one's a real fun one. It was from a, a recent episode of DV, a news story. And the news story was about a guy who uh, was at a music festival and he's just like jerking off on people, flinging his semen all over the place. You want to see how I animated all of that? Check out youtube.com slash distorted view show. And if you're on TikTok, I posted a throwback Thursday. It's a video of me uh, calling my mom. I think we, we talked to her on the old distorted view daily after show. And uh, she had a great story. She shit herself like a lot in the bathroom, <laughs> in her bed. If you want to hear that, check it out. Uh, it's over there on TikTok. My username is Distorted View. So lots of stuff for you to listen to and watch. And I will see you guys back here tomorrow. If you're Sideshow members, non-paying freaks, I will see you back this weekend for the makeup show. Until then, bye, everybody. Mmm, fried big pussy. Wonky, wonky, big pussy pork rinds. You'll never eat another human pussy again. But fuck human pussy. I fuck dead pigs. You read all about it in Heartburn, how I fucked them dead pigs before I turned them into pork rinds. (laughs) 
I couldn't get no clock from Serenity back then. She only wanted dildos in her pussy plot. Big phony baloney dicks. But now she wants this real cock. Come here, Serenity. Let's show these assholes how we fuck. Let's show these assholes how we fuck. Fuck. And umbilical cord out of your phony asshole. And I'll hang a pig with it. While I impregnate you with my 80-year-old pork rind dick, you give birth to a dead pig, and we'll turn him into pork rind. I'll eat pork rind with God, in a land that speaks only with its eyes. No language, no dildo, no fucking laws. For the whores can't sell their pussy, or use their clocks to gold in. A land where us warriors run free with our big dicks out and our fucking hair wild. Eat pork rinds, eat dead pigs. Eat pork rinds, eat dead pigs. Eat pork rinds, eat dead pigs. Salt their dead skin and put them in plastic bags. Fuck you, you fucking farting robots. Suck my dead pig. Hey, Freaks, it's Thursday, September 15th, 2016. Coming up on the program today, I try my hand at mumble rap. Plus, Revenge of Tara Reid, The Devil Made Me a Chronic Masturbator, and What Do the Stars Say About Your Shit? All of this, plus your voicemails on a Sideshow Exclusive TV. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Hot Dog and Jumbo will not be seen this morning so that we may bring you the following. Hey, Sideshow Freaks! Jim Henson back here with you uh, for another exclusive program. How do you guys rate? I have got a, uh, a great show for you today. You know, I was on Facebook and I saw an interesting post. Whoa, that's something I never thought I'd say. Uh, it was about mumble rap. Now, I'm not familiar with mumble rap. I'm not really that familiar with uh, anything going on in rap. I mean, you know me. For the last week, I've been talking about Creed and Aqua. That's where I'm at, musically. Uh, but apparently, you know, rap is popular, uh, and mumble rap is a thing. It's a type of rap, and in this video, uh, a young man talks about how ridiculous mumble rap is. But you no longer become a real artist when you diminish lyrics to become a glorified ad-lib. Some of you may say, leave us alone. We like our mumble music. That's great, but to associate it with hip-hop is an insult to those who started this. It's an insult to artists who read the dictionary like it was their Bible. It's an insult to N.W.A. who literally was arrested exercising their First Amendment right to speak freely. I love that some rap fans are having a bitch fit over mumble rap. Remember when rap became popular? And uh, old white people <laughs> would say things like, well, that's not music. I mean, rap is fine, but don't call it music. A bunch of black guys rhyming words and swearing and talking about pussy and wanting to kill cops. I mean, that's fine if you want to be black and angry, but don't call it rap music. They're limericks at best. Something like that, I don't know. Uh, this is the same thing. Now, black people are upset with uh, the new rap. They wanted to bring awareness in the best way they knew how. I like that hip-hop changed over the years. I love seeing hip-hop evolve. 
I just don't like it when it looks empty-headed and directionless. That's another argument that sounds like an old person speaking. I don't know. I turn on the radio. I don't know what I'm listening to. It's not music, though. It's it's empty. Back in the 60s, now that was music. People were protesting wars. There was substance behind the lyrics. If you're wondering what exactly mumble rap is, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's when rappers mumble incoherently, sometimes aided by auto-tune. According to Urban Dictionary, it's destroying rap as a genre and disgracing black people as a whole. I uh, have an example here. This is Future with Where You At? Sorry, <laughs> I'm so white when introducing rap songs. Where ya at? Featuring Drake. I want to hear how they own it. No, they don't own it. <laughs> what? Sounds like my father, like talking in his sleep. Kitchen, get a knife. A slice of cheese. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. I just want to read like the lyrics. Are these actual words? Because if they're if these are actual words, then I'm like, okay, he's still an artist, right? He wrote the song. He's just, the, the delivery's just a little mush mouth, right? But if he's literally going just so he doesn't have to write the song, then yeah, that's a bit of a cheat. Like, I don't know. I can't find a word for Montgomery, so I'm just going to go, Montgomery. Montgomery. <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Okay. One more time here. I want to hear how they own it. No, they don't own it. Don't tell me too much you need all this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck that shit. I don't know Well, he's definitely saying words there. I mean, it sounds like there are some words. This might be a great option for me. You know, I'm not that uh, good of a singer, but I could sort of mask it by mumbling. That's Tim Henson flying up the charts with... Piss in a bucket. I mean, it sounds eerily like this shit. Yeah, I wanna hit a hell of a hole And I took a shit in the boat Honey, you know, in the water was low Poop had no, no wetness to roll Naga, 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 so it's skin down Skin down Now I got the box of brown sliding all the way down Skin down, skin down Gonna heat, gonna heat, gonna scrub Rubber the blood, gonna scrub <laughs> <laughs> he trails off. Uh, okay, all right. So there you go. That
mumble rap. Moving on now. Remember, uh, what, about a month or two ago, we were talking very briefly about Tara Reid, who went on the Jenny McCarthy show to promote the latest installment of Sharknado. Tara Reid eventually walked out of the interview. She was very offended by the line of questioning from Jenny McCarthy. Tara Reid was there, uh, in her mind, to discuss Sharknado and only Sharknado. But what is there really to say about Sharknado, aside from... There's a new Sharknado come, coming out this year, just like every fucking year. So, you know, if you're a guest on a radio show and you're there for 10, 15, 20 minutes, maybe even longer, uh, it's not that unthinkable that the conversation might meander a bit. Uh, we might hit some other areas aside from Sharknado. We might, might want to talk about some other stuff. So Jenny McCarthy was just asking Tara Reid some general questions and it really pissed her off. Um, I have to talk to you about Marriage Boot Camp because I fucking love you on that show. Right, she was being very complimentary. I fucking, like, you could just talk, I fucking love you on that show, Marriage Boot Camp. Are you glad you did it? Uh, are, are you are you glad that you, you know did we're, we're, I think it's the whole thing is absolutely like so stupid and silly, and like we're not even talking about it because there's confusing things about it. So like right now we're just talking about Sharknado, so it's not even. Oh, oh you're kind of you're, you're yeah. so someone's pissed off at them. <laughs> so, no, we're just not. It's not. It's not worth the time to talk about. Oh my god, and you were on it, right? Like it would be one thing if you're like, well, you know, we're really pissed off about how you know I came off on it. You know, we're talking about potential litigation and it's nothing that I can really talk about right now but she just she, she's just like we're here to talk about Sharknado I don't know there's just stuff about it I don't like oh, but I loved it so much Is, are you pissed off? Jenny pushed a little bit and I hate that I'm defending Jenny McCarthy here you know she pushed a little bit trying to continue this line of questioning no that's are you, are, are you pissed off at the people's comments or just the show in general Babe, I asked you, please, let's not talk about this show. We're all here about Sharknado. Okay, so let's talk about Sharknado. So did you have to get into shape for Sharknado, or are you in the still same awesome shape you've always been? No, I mean, it's not like you really have to get into shape. It's Sharknado. It's like fake sharks. Yeah, what a dumb question, Jenny. Let's talk about something else. Later, Jenny McCarthy brings up uh, Tara Reid's plastic surgery. You may remember the nip slip. <laughs> Do you remember that? When Tara Reid was like, she was kind of drunk and didn't even realize her tit was out of her dress. And then she had like a wonky ass looking nipple. Like it was just like messed up because she had a botched uh, tit job. Well, anyway, uh, Jenny McCarthy brings it up. As sensitively as she could. Okay, people talked about your surgeries before. Are you still going through surgeries? Or are you-, you know, John McCarthy, I mean, she would do what I would do. Like, try to make the interview interesting. No one gives a shit about Sharknado, right? Who passed him. Um, no, I haven't had any surgery for a while, Jenny. Ooh. That's awesome. Yeah, you do. And I'm glad that you've been kind of open about it, because I hate when people... I don't think she's been open about it. She doesn't want to talk or, about it. You know, say, no, I've never done anything, and you've been kind of pretty open about things going wrong but it's hi Tara I'm here oh, okay good I thought you were talking to somebody else so you look great now so you're good and done not moving forward with plastic surgery I think I made that clear like about a hundred times I know uh, I didn't hear that a hundred times. I'm so sorry. Maybe this is, you only read the bad things, but I've been made that really clear so many years. But she kind of sounds like uh, Tan Mom when she speaks. Ah, 
she's like a young version of Tan Mom. Tan Mom is what Tara Reed is going to turn into. I don't even know. You just need to stop talking. I told you about a hundred times. So uh, does it read what you want to read? But I was so, you know, it was really nice talking to you, and I right, really so, good luck with your show. And well, um, good luck to you awesome. too. And I'm so excited about Sharknado, and I hope you stay married. And I hope oh, that's kind of cunty. Stay married too. Sure I, I will, and I hope your knees get a little wobblier than they already are. So oh, thank you. My knees. Day. Oh yeah, I hope your tits get even nicer. Cause they're amazing. Same guy as mine, right? Thank you. So yes. Fantastic. Same guy. I'll always use your advice. You're the best. Bye. Love you, Tara. Okay. Good luck with Sharknado 18. You can hear her fumbling to get out of the studio. Apparently, Tara Reid was a little drinky. Uh, she is, Tara went on uh, a television program called Hollywood Live Today or Hollywood Today Live or just Hollywood Today. I don't know the name of the fucking show. Uh, but this was just recently, and they asked her about uh, Jenny McCarthy and the confrontation. Take a listen. Uh, you know, you're out, you're talking to all these people. And By the I- way, that's a man talking. No matter what Tara Reid says here, the most shocking thing about this video is that's a man. You know, you're out, you're talking to all these people. And I got to say, you come in today and you are so fun and got such great attitude. It must bum you out when the, when something negative happens. And, you know, you were on uh, Jenny McCarthy's radio show recently. This story was everywhere. And it was sort of like a tussle on it when, you know, everybody started talking about it. What does it feel like when something negative like that is out there? Does it, well, it is, like something like that is just so silly. Like we're here to talk about Sharknado and to go into stuff that has nothing to do with something else and keep going and going and going. And you thought, well, I mean, she did bounce around. I mean, I, I hate to defend Jenny, but, you know, she didn't want to talk about celebrity marriage rehab or the fuck show she was on. Uh, so they moved on to a different topic, <laughs> her botched plastic surgery. By the way, oh, my God, I'm looking at t- I don't think I've, I've seen Tara Reid in years. I've never watched any of the stupid Sharknado movies or anything. Girl's face is jacked up. Like, she really has had a lot of plastic surgery. And keep going and going and going. And you felt like And you're saying, like, come on, guys, let's be happy and talk about Sharknado. And it didn't end that way. It was constant. I, I, I listened like, to it, and I loved it. I, was like, I, I kind of loved it. it. And you're like, okay, going like, now. Yeah. And you guys like, kind of went back and forth a couple of times, and I was like, this is pretty good. you know, for you, Jenny. At least people now know you have a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I like. I like all that snap, snap. Ooh, I got to ask you, did you ever make What an awful program this is. What the guys? What the fuck is Hollywood Today Live? Is this like an internet-only thing? I mean, it looks like a real set. Did you ever make up with her? I mean, we, don't, we never even had beef, so I don't yeah. even know where that beef. came from. I, mean, I think she actually purposely did that to get ratings. You think so? Because really- that's why any radio show host has a guest on. It's not because they find you super interesting. It's their job. Their job is to get ratings. Why, why else do that? I mean, it didn't make any sense. And had you met her before? Were you like no. friendly before? That was the first time. No, that's why. Yeah, so it wasn't like there was history there. I, mean, I, don't, I never met her. You never met her. I hope you guys make up because I I know where I would like it if you made up. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'd like them to have another back and forth. I definitely have to go on a radio. The female host has a more masculine voice than the dude. Boy, they were just kissing Tara's ass. Oh, I loved you. I thought it was great. Why didn't they just say, bitch, you were on a radio show being interviewed. It's okay if not every single question is about Sharknado. Has she ever been a guest on a late night talk show? They don't immediately start talking about the movie. There's funny little stories and anecdotes and stuff that... The talk show host asks questions. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Tara Reid is a fucking mess.
Ah, one more infuriating clip, and then we'll get into the news. Uh, this was taken at a Sprint store, where a customer wanted to look at a cell phone's MEID number, which is like the identification number of a phone. Each phone has its own special MEID number. The clerk was like, no, you can't look. We can't let you look at these numbers. It's a security risk because people steal MEID numbers or something or can spoof them and use them on other phones or something. I don't, I don't know the exact reason. But the point is the MEID number on these phones, like when you buy a phone at a Sprint store, the MEID number is not on the box, right? It's inside the box. So he would have to open the box and show him the number. And that's not something the clerk is willing to do. The customer flips his uh, shit. So I can check my provider, please. I'm not going to allow you to do that. You can purchase the phone. Listen, I can go. Listen, here's the argument, though. You're like, you're just, you're just like kind of on a power trip. Because here's the the thing. Hold on, hold on. Listen to my logic. Okay, so when I go, when I go to Target, all the boxes out have those numbers on it. When I go to Walmart, they all have the numbers on it. So what's the problem, Wayne? Yours don't. don't have. I know yours don't have the because numbers here, so people steal don't steal them this and box. Activate them. I don't need to steal it. I I, won't I need give the number. I won't give you that. You can purchase one, and then you'll wait. See it. What's the problem? Why are you being? So uncustomer service like that is not uncustomer service. Yes, it is. I need the MEID. It's not. What's the logic? Please exit my store. What's the logic? The logic because every other company has them on the box. I do. I need the MEID. Well, Sprint doesn't have it on the box, so you're gonna have to make other accommodations, dude. First, no. If you don't, I need the number so I can check it against my service provider. So he's not even really, I don't think he's using Sprint. He just wants to see, he wants to buy the phone from Sprint and use it on a different service, probably like a prepaid service or something. He wants to make sure the phone will work. I'm not going to buy the phone unless it's, okay, I can return the phone when it doesn't work. I will tell you. If it's not supported. No, I, I, listen. Tell me who you If it's not supported. (laughs) Yeah, just tell me your service provider. I'll let you know if this phone works. I can bring it back and return it. No, I'm not leaving. I want service. I will call Wait, I want service. Oh, my God. I hate customers. Call security. I want service. Security. Call security. Like, I don't... I, you're, like, that's not a right. <laughs> like, a store can refuse to serve you if you're a dick. Let all... I mean, and I get it. Like, okay, maybe he's in the right that like this particular service has only some phones that'll work, but the MEID number shouldn't have anything to do. It's about the the phone model, right? Sprint, let all the world know that all I all I want is the MIE number so I can, can look against my service provider so I can look against my service provider to see if it's supported and buy a phone. You this guy here, Wade, is not letting me buy my phone or even buy a phone. Okay. But you have to buy So what happens it, if it doesn't work? The MEID. And what happens when it doesn't work? I bring it back to you? It's a I love customer salesperson confrontation. $5 stocking fee. Bullshit, dude. Just give me the MID. Stop no. being a prick. Stop being on a power trip, Wade. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to work. Wade, please leave. If you want me to leave. Oh, okay. Oh, you want me to stop being a prick? Okay. Well, why didn't you say? Let me just open this box then. Let me just verify. Let me just unseal this box and get you the number. Oh, my MID. Me I'm going to calm here. down. Thank you. Yeah. You can call security. Who cares? Please leave. What's the worst they can do? Ask me to leave? They can actually <laughs> kick you deal. out. 
What's that? Uh, and I don't understand this whole, like, go ahead, call security. You know, security is not the police. It, you know, they're in a mall. It's just the, the mall security is just going to ask you to leave. You're, you're not going to win this fight. You're not going to be able to, to uh, reason with the security people to force the sales clerk to give you the MEID number. But, you know, it's like my, my life ends. So I go somewhere else. It's like, do you exactly. want my business? No, I don't. I don't understand like why he doesn't just go to Target or Walmart. He's like, yeah, the MEID numbers are on display on their phones. Well, go there then. At this point, go. Come Please. on, wait. Come on, wait. Please. Go somewhere else. Wait, 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 wait. Look at all this time you're wasting, all this entertainment yeah. here, so when it could be so it. much simpler to just give they me not give you the, the number. Shut up and leave. Dude, oh, you stay out of this. Please oh, leave. Oh, That's fine. Go ahead. You just threaten me on camera. Fuck me up. Hit me right here, dude. Shut the fuck up and stay out of it. Just hit me. Shut up. Come on, assault right here. Shut up. I'm calling police. Call police, Wade. Let's talk to them about it. Yeah. The police. The police aren't going to do anything. May I reference the rodeo burger incident at a Burger King circa 2005? Wade's calling the police. You just touched me. Please exit. I touched you? Yeah, you did. How? Is it on camera? Yeah. You're such a prick, Ray. Wade. The whole world's gonna know that this sprint in fabric is a prick and Wade. That must be true. The customer's always right. Sorry, Wade, you're a dick. Or a prick. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, and the news right now. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for being side members. Really do appreciate it. I would like to do a chunklet this weekend or post that new DV log this weekend. Hopefully uh, something new for you guys will be posted. Uh, we did two exclusive shows this week already. Um, if you'd like to upgrade your account to a lifetime one, just email me, show at distortedview.com. There are other ways to support DV. Yeah, I'm not done begging for money yet. Uh, we've got that Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview if you want to pledge a few dollars a month that way. Uh, there are goals and reward. You can read all about it over there on our Patreon. Uh, three quick stories now, then we'll get the hell out of here. First up, everybody has a past life. Well, is that true? That, I mean, this news story is writing it like it's fact. Everybody has a past life. We all know that. And one of the many gospel musicians who's ready to give a testimony is Eric Jeshurun Okiri. The gospel minister on Accra's FM gospel entertainment show over there in Ghana revealed that he used to stimulate his genitals with his hand for pleasure. <laughs> this is news, I guess, over there. The musician, during a long chat with Andy Favored on Sunday, disclosed that he engaged in masturbation, not conforming to accepted standards of morality for over seven years. Sharing how he was introduced into the act, Mr. O'Keer said a senior he met, ooh, all right, here we go, a senior he met back in senior high school ushered him into the deed, which later became an addiction. Yeah, I don't think that's how most kids learn how to masturbate. Because when I was growing up, we'd make fun of uh, each other, like insinuating that we were, mas- you know, that we masturbate. Like we were making fun. Like it was something to be ashamed of. Like, oh, Steve, I heard uh, you were masturbating in the, you know, restroom after seventh period. No, I wasn't. 
I don't do that. That's gross. Maybe it's different now. Maybe like everyone is just totally open uh, about masturbation. But when I was growing up, it was something you kept to yourself. That's what masturbation was all about. We weren't teaching each other how to masturbate. Back in my day, we figured it out for ourselves. Kids today need hand-holding. All right. uh, The healing singer disclosed that he used to masturbate for about seven times a day. Oh, my God. Quite the chronic baiter. I would say he's a gooner baiter. He believes believes had it not been the rescue of a pastor, he would have lost his life now. Death by masturbation. Seriously. If anything, like, masturbating seven, eight times a day might save your life. You can't get into any trouble. Because you're, you're home, pulling your pud. You're not, uh, you know, chasing girls, you know, uh, hanging out with the wrong group of kids. My second day at senior high school, I met my seniors at the bathhouse. Where the hell did you attend? Harvey Milk High? <laughs> my high school years were a nightmare. I can't imagine if there was a bathhouse there. Things would have really turned around for me. All right, so, yeah, he says, my second day at senior high, I met my seniors at the bathhouse, and they asked me to stimulate my genitals, which is something friends ask each other. Uh, I enjoyed doing it, so I continued for about seven to eight years. At times, at times, I left lecture hall just to go and do that. Well, lecture hall is pretty boring. The devil wanted to kill me because it got to a time that I became very weak. Well, you know, that's what happens after you masturbate. You want to go to sleep. You're done for a while. Like, you don't want to masturbate before gym class or something. You got to know when to jerk off. All right. I did the thing for a very long time. I will eat, but I feel so light. At times, there will be no sperms. He jerked off so much, there was nothing coming out of his cockle. But I try to do it just to make myself happy. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. If the sperms come out, you still orgasm. I love these African newspapers because they've obviously been translated poorly. (laughs) All right. (laughs) There will be no sperms. I'd prefer it if there were no sperms. I don't know. Like, when you get older, I guess guess there there will always be sperms, right? Because... (laughs) Old guys can get women pregnant still. You know, like, old women at a certain point can't have kids anymore, but guys can always. So there will, there will always be sperms coming out. Something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my goddamn life. It would just be nice if no sperms came out. Wouldn't have to clean up. All right. At times there will be no sperms, but I try to do it just to make myself happy. Maybe I should just start jerking off seven or eight times a day. Uh, I could do it about seven times in a day until God revealed it to one pastor who helped me stop. Eric Dushirin told Andy Favored. Due to this, the musician has been embarking on a campus tour to educate students on how to overcome addiction. Oh, my God. Has he written any songs about masturbation? <laughs> I would love to feature them here on DV. Uh, using his experience as a case study, he said on the show that his ministry has saved over 200 students who were addicted to masturbation. Save, save them from what? Uh, smoking and other wrongful acts as well. So there you go. That's what's happening in Africa. I beat my big fucking penis. Penis. I beat my big fucking penis. Penis. Oh, is that one of the songs he uses to educate children? Has anyone ever mentioned that that guy who sings the penis, the big big fucking penis, kind of sounds like Spiral Hamfucker? Just saying. Second story we have for you today. A nurse exposed her breasts 
I'm sorry. That's my mumble rap auto-tune version of Let's read the first line of the story uh, like that. A nurse exposed her breasts and performed oral sex on a patient to provide emotional support. With a man, but claimed she was running I don't think that works. Julie Porthouse admitted muddying the water with boundaries with the man, but claimed she was worried about him after a former patient of hers committed suicide. Oh my god, it's like a porn version of The Ring, but it's called The Breast. Seven days after you take a look at this nurse's tit, you die. You commit suicide or something. She denied claims uh, that she bared her breast, left an earring in his bedroom, and showed off a tattoo on her lower back after visiting the patient at home. Look, she's just trying to make him feel better. That's what a nurse is supposed to do. The community psychiatric nurse also said that she didn't give the man oral sex during the four-month affair. Porthouse was working for Hertfordshire Partnership NHS Foundation over there in uh, the UK at the time of the alleged affair between May 2012 and September 2012. She told the nursing in midwifery council she had excessive contact with the patient. Yeah, mouth on dick, I would say, is a bit excessive. Because she wanted to provide him with enough support after the loss of his father. Wow, she's great. Really going above and beyond uh, the call here. She said, I did muddy the water with boundaries. I do agree. I can't sit here and say that I didn't because I did. The nurse explained that she wanted to empower the patient by sucking his dick. Rebecca Richardson for the NMC, whatever that is. Oh, the Nursing and Midwifery Council, probably. Did that empowerment extend to wanting to make him feel attractive? Porthouse replied, no, our relationship was never on a sexual level. Asked about a visit that she made to the patient's home, Ms. Richardson continued, he was tense, <laughs> and you were going to help him relax. This was in the context of ongoing discussion about attraction. This progressed to the bedroom. This went further. You masturbated him. You gave him oral sex. You also exposed your breast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Much better. That's how he became aware that you had a tattoo on your lower back. Ooh, incriminating. That's also how you left an earring. That's how it came to be in his bedroom. Porthouse said, that's not true. The tribunal heard that the nurse wept when she was accused of having an affair with the man by manager Heather Meek. Another colleague, Merlina Spring, then asked to speak to her. Porthouse said she just kept repeating, it's not good, it's not good. She said, you know everybody's talking about your dress. What? She said, there's gossip in the team that you're having an affair. Oh, was there cum on her dress or something? I was totally shocked, I said. You think all this time I've been out having an affair? Why? Because you couldn't see where I am and my dress style has improved? Oh, she was dressing a little slutty for him. I said something along the lines of, that's quite slanderous. When the nurse was told to cancel her next appointment with the patient, Porthouse said she was worried about him because his father passed away. She was then com uh, confronted by the staff who asked her if she was having an affair with the patient. Describing the meeting, Porthouse said, I was sitting there thinking, what's this all about? I come in the room, sit down, and the next thing I know, she's asking me, are you having sexual relations with service user A? 
I just burst into tears. Fordhouse admits excessive contact with the service user, but denies all other charges. The hearing continues. And finally, today, freaks, a plumbing company... (laughs) A plumbing company is suggesting that the stars may have a big impact on what happens where the sun doesn't shine. What? Mr. Rooter Plumbing created an infographic to flush out how a person's zodiac sign reportedly influences their bathroom habits. Anyone expecting a big data dump... Okay, really... Might be disappointed. A company spokeswoman said officials looked at basic traits of each astrological sign and extrapolated how they might affect a person's pooping style. Okay. (laughs) I'll bite. How does this work? For instance, uh, if you're a Taurus, you supposedly are homebodies who prefer to wait until they get home to drop a deuce. While loud and proud Leos, like yours, truly, uh, I'm sorry, truly, while loud and proud Leos, like yours, truly, allegedly announced their bathroom business to the world. That's kind of accurate. I feel like everyone needs to know what I'm doing and when. All right, so here we go. I've got some more information. If you are in Aries, you're considered the Lone Ranger. Unlike many other bathroom goers, Aries are fearless and don't need a companion to accompany them. What? (laughs) Synchronized pooping? Uh, With no shame in the bathroom game, they get right to the point. So I guess they just go in there, do their business, leave. Taurus is faint. We already went through Taurus. Gemini, Chatty Cathy, on the... uh Opposition of silence, they like doing their business while surrounded by conversations. They like to talk in the bathroom. This is more for, like, women, right? Because women go in groups, and I can see women sitting down in the bathroom, stalling, shitting. The other one's doing their makeup. Stuff like that. I don't know. Cancer is considered the mama bear, a protector in their own right. Cancers will be the first to escort a timid bathroom goer when they're forced. This is retarded. When they're uh, forced to go out of their comfort zone and will always let others skip the line. Uh, Virgo, we already did Leah. Virgo, uh, meticulous and structured by nature. Virgos follow the same bathroom routine every day. Okay. Libra, where Libra is like the company of a bathroom buddy, they prefer to take care of business in a quiet atmosphere. Scorpios have a... I thought this was going to be more about like the type of poop that you, that you had. Like, you know, oh, Leos like to really... Stay in there for a long time, make sure everything's evacuated, read a few uh, magazines or something, or, you know, Sagittarius is an aggressive wiper or something. That's what I want to learn. Anyway, Scorpio, the bathroom agoraphobic. With distaste for crowds, they're the first to turn around and wait for the bathroom to clear out before doing their business. Sagittarius is the adventurer, fearless... (laughs) Fear, a fearless shitter. A Sagittarius will be the first to poo, uh, pop a squat or pull over on the side of the road to do their business. Capricorn is a potty user with a process. Displaying efficiency at its finest, Capricorns waste no time. They're in and they're out. Aquarius, well, that's true. Aquarius, I live with a Capricorn. Aquarius, uh, the earth lover. What? With an eco-friendly attitude, Aquarius make sure their bathroom habits don't harm the environment. They're eco-sensitive. And finally, Pisces, the wise one. As pensive as they come, Pisces sees the throne as a place to get their best thinking done. Oh, okay. That's kind of like what I was talking about. Their open mind allows them to just go with the flow and let nature take its course. So there you go. 
what astrology has to say about your shitting habits. A dumb, pointless news story. As many are here on Distorted View Daily. That, my friends, is the news for uh, Thursday, September 15th. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Oh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into the voicemails. First off, a couple from our Patreon line. Hey, Tim. Tell your prolapse. I got a message. I got two things. Message for distorted bitch. Oh, no. Where the fuck do you get off leaving <laughs> exciting voicemails showing your excitement? Yeah. Making me feel good. Where the fuck do you get off? I'm just kidding. That's really what it sounds like. People who are depressed and angry uh, get pissed off at people who are happy and excited about the show. Keep leaving your voicemails. They're wonderful. Fuck everyone else. Yeah. Second fuck the thing. haters. Oh, I listen to the sex text. Fantastic Tuesday story, and I've been listening to DB since you had a fucking MySpace way back in the day. Nice. Let me tell you what, that one fucking got to me. Dick queefing, no. <laughs> fucking all the fisting porn you play, no. That one, just the spider come. Uh, I don't know, something about oh. that fucking. Ugh, yeah, bro. the one we read this week. Get the fuck out. Congratulations, Dan. Oh, good. <laughs> You did your job. Thank this, you. See, this is why I pay you money. You finally got me. <laughs> Glad Since someone was uh, skeeved out by that dumb story. Since your MySpace days. Kudos to you, sir. MySpace. Keep up the fantastic work. You know, I'm pretty sure if you did not delete your MySpace account, it it's still up there. Like, they, they still have all of the old MySpace uh, profiles because occasionally I'll run across mine. You know, if I'm, like, searching my name, which I do often. Timmy Boo, what a dude, stick or chew, and I've got a stupid call for you. You should run that through uh, the auto-tune. Hey, Boo. Um, like a song. So, I'm, I just listened to your social justice nonsense oh, reel, and yes. um, I like that source that you found that cherry-picks the worst of the worst of yeah. the social justice. Cringe planet. I mean, that's just fucking hilarious. Those people are idiots. They do need to be shown to be idiots but I do you said a few things like you said trans people consider it rude if you even ask them for their gender identity or pronouns and you're supposed to just know I just want to point out that you are what you're playing is cherry picked from the worst of the worst dumbasses what you're that's saying true. is not really true trans people kind of it's totally normal. In trans communities, it's pretty much standard to just be like, what are your pronouns? People tell you their pronouns. Yeah. It's not this big fucking game to, like, confuse you. So Yeah, you're probably right. See, this is what happens when you're on the internet for too long, right? You only see the worst of the worst, and then you start lumping everyone in there. So now I'm thinking all trannies are assholes. That, that the, is- the vast majority are probably fine something on the fringe. Probably okay with telling you how they want you to refer to them as. I think that's worth being aware of. You're absolutely right. And if you... How dare you bring logic and reason into this? If someone's pronoun's wrong because you guessed or whatever, they're generally not going to fucking be mad or bite your head off. If they're a well-balanced you know, person, I That's true. Sometimes these people are under a lot of stress, but... Uh, oh, okay. Stop general, defending them. Uh, I did want to ask my uh, lady freaks if when you're in a group like a mixed group of people right and someone walks in and says hey guys what's going on does that offend you do you get all worked up are you like yeah well we're not all guys here huh we're women Timmy Boo, what a dude. oh that's the same one I'm sorry so did I play both of those patreon calls whatever uh, next up here 
15, it's time for Long Island. Listen, that dumbass who called you and was like, Downers wouldn't be good for you because you're cheap, and then uh, said that you should do heroin. <laughs> uh, okay. First of all, heroin is a downer. It's yes. an opiate, not an opioid, and downers oh. as a pill would prefer to opioids and barbiturates. So you're just doing the cheaper, more dangerous way. <laughs> uh, you just to save a few bucks. And I don't I'm a thrifty drug user. That'll get you in trouble. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should snort it. I don't think you should smoke it. I think uh, you should smoke a bowl. Oh, and, uh, been there, done that. Just relax. Uh, you know what I've been hearing about? I've been uh, reading about kava. Is that what it's called? Kava? It's a... Uh, it's, uh, some sort of plant, or it looks like coffee, doesn't it? It's like some sort of drink <laughs> you can make. Uh, it looks like dirt, quite frankly. But it's supposed to really relax you. And uh, it's totally legal. There are, like, places, they're like kava, like coffee bars or whatever, uh, in major cities where you can just go there, have some kava. It's supposed to taste like shit. Like, it's supposed to be real, like, earthy and nasty tasting. But uh, you take this stuff, and then you just, like, your mouth gets numb, and then all your muscles relax. You evacuate your bowels. No, it doesn't get that bad. Have any of you guys tried this kava stuff? And is it worth purchasing on Amazon, uh, you know, for me to chill out with? Let me know. Hey, Tim. It is Sir Rovis. I had a dream about you. Oh! I dreamt that... Let me guess. It's not going to be a sex dream. You were in a mall courtyard. Never I is. I instantly recognized you as media darling Tim Henson. Of course. Probably because so, I was screaming I it. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone recognize me? Introduced myself to you. I'm a celebrity! And I told you, you smelled of buttery crackers. Oh. Then, out of nowhere, this girl walks up to me, gives me a hug, and starts cuddling into my chest. You know, being a real cock block. <laughs> so I ask her who she is, and it turns out she's like some reptilian spy hiding from the Jesuit Secret Service. I knew they were following me. I need to stop listening to your show before bed. <laughs> yeah. Chiku. It was Gabrielle Chana. She's trying to warn you of the new cocky bombs. Hey, Tim, Tom that Sloan here. Hey, I just wanted to call and thank you. Wait. <laughs> Wait a second. What fucking year is this? What the hell is happening? I think I forgot to read one of the news stories today. Do you guys remember that movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray? In it, he has to relive the same day over and over. Well, scientists believe the extraordinary case of a 23-year-old British man with constant deja vu may have been triggered by anxiety. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me rewind Rewind this voicemail. Hey, Tim, Tone Death Sloan here. Hey, I just wanted to call and thank you for preparing me for my life for the last six months. Um, all that scat porn you played um, prepared me for uh, six months ago. My wife had a colostomy bag put in. Oh, Lord. And um, I never would have gotten through it. What a horrible, horrible. <laughs> Months oh my god. Poor toned up Sean. I love that this was what caused him to call. Right? His wife went through something horrible, had a colostomy bag installed, and he's like, you know what? I think I, sh I should call Tim Henson. Horrible. This month is done. Luckily, wow. he had it reversed about two weeks ago. So, they don't have to deal with that anymore. But, I mean, changing this fucking thing, I mean, <laughs> They, they fucking squirt out at me. I mean, what the fuck? 
fucking live like that. The colostomy bag squirted shit out at you? Like it spilled over? Well, the colostomy bag was too full. That's what you get for being away for so long. I love that he doesn't even address the fact that he hasn't called in for about seven years now. It's so good to hear uh, Tone Dev Sean, though. Welcome back. If you're listening to this, maybe he's just calling in because uh, something reminded him of DV, or maybe he's listening again. Either way, good to see uh, Tone Dev Sean is alive and well and covered in shit. Hey, Tim, this year. The sort of you helped him through some tough times. Hey, Tim, this year, uh, Sideshow Freak J fucking D here. Uh, I just had a little bit of a revelation because I'm a fucking dumbass. Uh, you, one of your uh, one of your freaks that called in a while ago. Um, I don't know. He probably still does. He calls himself the Choppy Pooty. Yeah, yeah, I just figured that one out because I'm retarded. Um, a while back, you said that uh, your aunt or your grandmother or somebody called pussies choppy, and uh, your your parents used to refer to farts as pooty. So he, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he would. I thought his name was the Choppy Pootson. Or, like, poutine? Oh, I guess that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I never really paid attention. The choppy pootsie. <laughs> all right. Bunch of idiots, all of you. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail on for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God. Spread the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. I will see you back tomorrow to end the week with the Friday program. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.